Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh. I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always professional. What the, the story fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical acclaim. And it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to take, it goes uh-huh. <laughs> Like, what Bloody. is going Bloody. on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. Welcome to another episode of Two Dads and a Podcast: The Ringtone. The the podcast. Ringtone. All right. If you need to restart, that was that was work. So sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. We're not cutting no, that. We're, good. we're not cutting that. Wonderful. That's, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. But yeah, welcome, welcome to another deep dive episode. Where we're talking about trading card games. That we are. Yeah. We're doing that. That's mm-hmm. going to happen. Eventually. Um, what was um, the last we're just going to we talk we about did. talking about it right now. So we have <laughs> with us today a guest who knows a shit ton more about this game oh, yeah. than I do. And you know, <laughs> I played it a lot. But and that I don't was. Know, Joel, would you consider yourself like a preeminent expert? On the original TCG, I'm not a preeminent expert. I uh, I did research and development for the subsequent game from Panini that came out 2014. Okay, so, so. I've got a lot of familiarity with the the engine. We'll say nice, nice. cool. So uh, it all the blank spaces, which there are a lot. Is yeah, gonna get there's, there's going to be Joel. a lot. There's going to be a lot. Uh, yeah, but we're talking lot. about the the Dragon Ball Z collectible card game. D-D-Z, I mean, it was originally called TCG. Well, it was originally called the collectible card game, and then it changed to TCG later. Yeah, and it's you know it had uh, the I keep wanting to say Perunga. That's the Namekian Shinron. One. Uh, Shinron. Shinron was on the back. Yeah, on, on the, the back the with back. the Dragon Balls. So the original one I liked. Like it was. I it don't know. It was, it was really cool. You know, it came out in 2000. We we're, we're in what late middle school or early yeah. middle school around that time. We're getting to middle school, and you know, we're super into Dragon Ball. So they come out with this Dragon Ball Z card game, and you yeah, know, of course we we had to play it. We had to play it. And, you know, it it was such an interesting game. It was something so different, you know, at at the time. Well, Well, you know what? I think, you know, if you really think about it, like, all the card games that were coming out subsequently from, you know, the 90s through the early 2000s, they were all so unique from each other. And now there's a lot of clones. You were so used to seeing this this card set up with, it would would have, like, uh, this is, this... This is your color. attack power, and, and this is this the color, is your this is... HP or attack or whatever. This one, you like, you saw numbers rising up yeah, the side. Yeah, the, the and allies got and scouter. You know, you got this little. You had thing the little. You had the little power sword for your anger and right. And, was... and so it was. It was more in depth a little bit, mm-hmm. and it felt like when when you're building a deck, it's it wasn't like Yu-Gi-Oh where you could where you enveloped all these different strategies almost like programming like a, a robot that plays chess games you know you just had all these different mm-hmm. strategies paired into one deck or pokemon where it was like you're this color or well, and neutral you know you're building the building deck up. alone for for the dragon ball z card game was unique in the sense that everything wasn't in the deck you had what was called a main personality, you know, and it had levels one through four, right. and they all had to be the same character, and you had a mastery, and then you built the deck outside of those cards. Yeah. And they had to all match 
the whatever mastery you had, uh, w- which was really unique. And I don't know, man. Just and even with like the the new one, the Dragon Ball Super game, where it it's it's also completely sort of different than any other card game, where you have um the you have your main fucking person, and then you have you do have like sort of a color system in those, but that's that's. It, that one fits a little more into like traditional coloring systems, like you can mix and match your yeah. colors and stuff like that. Where, right. where in the Dragon Ball Z card game, if I remember correctly, Joel, you can correct me if I'm wrong. We don't usually have people on here doing that, so. <laughs> um, but what, you, because Joe's here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like yeah, exactly. an encyclopedia of nonsense (laughs) but you know you had your mastery and that represented what your deck had to consist of so if you had black you had to have black cards but there there were cards that didn't have an alignment they didn't have a mastery they were like colorless you had colored cards and named cards and so in the old game the score version of the game you could have you know anyone's named card unless it said like vegeta only and you weren't vegeta okay Uh, yeah yeah you could have like Piccolo's Powerball was like a you know a famous one towards the end of the game. You could have that in any deck, but if you were that main personality, you could have four instead of three. That was that was kind of the trade off. Uh, but yeah, you didn't actually have to have a mastery. Is something to to keep in mind with the old game. It was just kind of oh, dumb. Oh, that's not right. To. Yeah, right. I mean, it was it was meant in most to cases. be that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. There's there is. I mean, there's a bunch of different strategy that could be had, but. I mean, that I remember playing more... like blue and orange cards a lot, like those. Decks. Yeah, I liked. I forget what the red one was. I had a lot of those. I had a lot of the Namekian. Red was like attack, uh, mainly like very aggressive. Of this guy, um, because I got a at the time it was like a super rare, like Trunks four card holographic. We pulled out of a. I pulled out of a tournament, and I didn't have any use for it because I wouldn't <laughs> do anything with the game. But uh, Joel did, and and everybody else wanted it, and I was like, I don't really like those people, but I, I this guy's pretty cool, and <laughs> so we traded, and he gave me a bunch of Namekian cards because I like the Namekian because Piccolo and and stuffs, you know. That was the that was the oh, end story. of the story. Yeah, yeah, that was it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Well, I, I I actually you know I have the the what the types of decks and the types of masteries were so you had black which was manipulate manipulation it uses like disruptive effects and stuff to control uh what your opponent can do and dealing damage you know you had blue which was a reversal style which for whatever reason blue is always that kind of reversal or counter you know preventing things from happening you know you had orange which was just straight controlling you know you accumulated cards and did a lot of energy attacks red was aggressive and yep like you know that one had a lot of uh advancing your your main personality your your person uh or whatever your character i i should say that's the easier layman term um and it you know when you get higher levels you get more stuff happening in red namekian you have the regenerative style you know they there's special attention to cards that have been discarded so it kind of lets you play more from like your what what did they call it was it a graveyard they called it it was discard pile just a discard pile okay yeah and then you had the saiyan which is just straight offense just all out attacking brute force physical attacks and it you could only use you know saiyans in that deck whereas like namekian you could use only namics or those who have been trained by namics so like 
Gohan and Nail and Jinbei. Yeah, the the developers ran out of Namekians too quickly, and they didn't. Well, yeah, that sounds it, about but, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, you so had, Pi, you know, PyCon. He's green, close enough. He was, <laughs> yeah, for the later expansions. Yeah. yeah, and then you had the the freestyle cards that don't actually have uh, those masteries. And what the way you knew it was a mastery card, right? Is it had the it would literally say like black this or orange this or say in this if it didn't have that then it could go in any deck right so man yeah, I, another I, thing that, that you guys didn't touch on this that was kind of a big deal in the old game is uh they had uh, alignments as far as hero and villain yeah they did they did yes yeah. um you blue for heroes and red for villains so there were some cards that only affect heroes only affect villains Yep. Man, there was a lot going on Show in this muted. game. That was it was an intricate sort of game. Um, it really was. But compared the thing to is, like, well, there, there was the thing like we talked about with Yukio, where a lot of the stuff that they did was needlessly intricate or needlessly, needlessly complicated. complicated. Yeah. And this, they really they they designed the game pretty well up front so that it, it was a little complicated at first because there is a lot going on you know you look at all the numbers and your power levels and anger and like what are all these numbers but once you literally sit down and do a round that that's it like follow follow the rules that are on the cards play cards when you're supposed to and that's the game you know well you look at like the the dragon ball super game now where they've made changes like it's not even close it, to the, the same dragon game. ball z of the past they didn't have to make like huge fucking changes they didn't like well now you can fusion summon you can you know <laughs> you can pendulum summon and here's use your, your patora your, earrings here's and your pokemon <laughs> gx summons and your you know they they didn't fuck with it a whole lot and, and you know a part of that might be because the dragon ball z anime how it was set up is, it was just so straightforward it's literally path. just fight just you fight. know there's <laughs> pokemon where you got to from uh you know pallet town to the end of ash's journey and they're just like and now here's a new guy starting out and we're gonna just start back from the beginning no like with dragon ball z like there was a progression with dragon ball z and the characters got stronger and better and different and the card guy the card game could kind of follow that progression a little yes. bit yeah so that like like we've talked about in the past and that joel brought up earlier off camera the the creep the power creep mm-hmm. you can sort of follow that which from with saga this, to saga, it, it kind of makes sense releases. to have a power creep with saga to saga because each new saga each new part of the show each new character that came out was stronger and stronger than the last so eventually yeah, yeah you, you had weak stuff at the beginning and stronger stuff at the end and it made sense because that's the progression that would naturally happen with this style whereas right. some other games man the the comparison to just basic monsters or basic summons and creatures and stuff and, and pokemon even you get you have this just okay the best card when it first came out is not even close to some of the worst cards that are out now you know and and yeah. this it made sense that that would it would creep and and you could kind of like i mean i when, when you first started out you might be able to utilize a raditz or a napa you know mm-hmm. and but and if you were playing the game through the progression of the releases you're you're not going to use those fucking cards later on no you have no use for them <laughs> no. now man but. i remember one of my favorite cards was majin vegeta and it just because majin vegeta is like one of the He's most of the badass characters, characters. Yeah. and uh, his card was very quickly obsolete <laughs> like, and i don't even know why he was that fucking cool he was just vegeta with an m on his forehead like he didn't change 
he didn't do something different. <laughs> he really he just didn't. Added an M. I mean, he he got to be like Vegeta's like true. Yeah, nature. he got to kind of yeah. act like yeah. himself. Well, and, you know what? Again, the, for the first the time Vegeta in many in Super, years, the Vegeta in Dragon Ball Super reminds me a lot of uh, the Majin Vegeta, where he With just kind of snarky, and, smartass, mm-hmm. and and not really have to worry about consequences. Be a little more. It feels like he's a little more genuine with it. So, because even Majin Vegeta wasn't a fucking evil person, even though he was supposed to be evil. It, he was he, supposed to be, but that's. I think that's why we liked him so much he because he was supposed to be evil. He was supposed to be controlled, but he just he just kind of let loose a little care. bit. Fuck you know. You. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, uh, what what's next on on the agenda? I think we need to talk cards, about how the valuable to play. cards. Are, 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 are there valuable next? cards still? In the yes. Control. Yes. Yes. And I know this core version, especially. Yeah. Walk us through some of those more valuable cards. So the I, I guess I would call it the Holy Grail, like the we'll call it the, like the first edition Charizard equivalent. Right. Uh, would be the Goku Five from Majin Buu Saga. Probably oh, wow. still fetches a little over two thousand a piece That's for like right. ungraded. <laughs> uh, just like a lot of other card games, it's been exponential over the last year or two. If you go on eBay, mm-hmm. it's nuts. You know what I mean? If you if you didn't already have them, you're not getting them at this point unless you, you know, you don't <laughs> have some money. Or, yeah, 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 basically. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of pretty much any ultra rare at this point. They were anywhere from one in every six booster boxes to one in 12. So, I mean, significantly harder to pull than like, oh, wow. you know, a myth. Oh, yeah. I think like magic, you get a couple of mythics was, a box. Yeah. That was yeah, the, I, the ultra I know. rare. That was the trunks I got. Was an ultra rare. Okay. And it you was, probably got a five, a level five, then a trunks five. I I don't remember. I traded yeah. it to you. <laughs> you. You should remember what it is. No, I, um, yeah. and, and I, you I gave know. me an ultra rare Namek in in exchange, but you also gave me a shit ton of other Namek cards because it was just when I drew it, it was worth six hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, like day of, you know, <laughs> I was like in what two thousand two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I think it's that long ago. That long ago. I I know via <laughs> like you know I was doing a little research on this, trying to find some of the valuable cards and stuff from the original. And if you look on like TCG Player, who's they they sell only like official cards and like some of that. The the most expensive one that they sell now is uh the Unleashed card. Oh, that is yeah. That's from our game. That's from Panini. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so I guess let's move on to Panini. Let's talk about that because. There's so much to talk about. With okay, the yeah. Game. So, well, let me give you this. So, there was the. If I'm not counting anime ham or things that happened in Japan, I don't. I don't know anything about that. But yeah, Score <laughs> had the first version here in 2000. Uh, mm-hmm. That engine that you guys already kind of discussed in a bit of detail. Uh, that got canceled. I want to say 2003 or not canceled. It it Updated. went off of the series. So GT came out. Yeah, yeah. So when GT came out, a lot GT of rules ruined changed. Everything in anime and in games, it just ruined everything. I. So I didn't play GT, so I quit and decided I didn't want to, you know, be a virgin forever. So, you know, I, I st- you know, I got out of it for a bit. I wasn't as intense, you know. Uh, and then after GT ended, Score came out with what they called ReZ. It was basically Dragon Ball Z, but significantly different. So you started with, you know, an MP, but you only had one level, so you didn't go up and down. And it's almost like you had you had three levels worth of, like, value. So you could, like, a yeah, level one and two I level one allies. Those. You could have, yeah. like, a level two and one ally, you know. So it worked like that. Uh, didn't go well. So I think it made it three sets, got canned. 
I bought it. Yeah, I yeah, bought I, like I a pack that. or two of that, and because I, was I like, got convinced Max to do it with me. It was uh, like, two thousand. Yeah. Canceled it like two or three weeks later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, yes. two thousand eight. I think that one came out. Yeah, the new that sounds one. right. And then yep. they discontinued it like almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that that had a lot of cool stuff. So that there were some cool things in yeah. it that just never you know made it out. Like redirect was something that was really cool. So instead of playing a block, it was like the show where you could just play an attack in response to an attack. Things nice. like that. Um, yeah. And so the engine went away for a while, and then uh, somehow, you know, Panini, who had purchased Score previously, and that's a whole thing I'm not going to get into on here because I'll, I'll get butt hurt. But uh, <laughs> so Panini got the license for Dragon Ball Z. Uh, bought the license. My understanding is they did not know about Super, so they didn't know about the Frieza movie that was going to be coming out, or anything like that. Right. Uh, and so it was in development for a while, and that's the Panini version that came out. Uh, unfortunately, we lost the license uh, end of the year 2016, so it had a three-year run, just about. And yes. then ban- basically, Bandai decided they just wanted to make their own game, you know, since so it was their license. Th- this this is what enough. I what what I was kind of talking about at the beginning with the their with the Dragon Ball Z card game. Like, there's not just one. There's like three or four different versions that have released, and it's just a it's a big mess. Yeah, and I'm not even getting into Bandai's first the the one that was off the Naruto engine that was like 2006 2007 they had a yeah yeah <laughs> like there's there's so, just that's uh, not good <laughs> yeah there, there's there's a, a lot of stuff going on and you know most of what we've talked about that's that's like the that's the Panini version right that's so this is the one score slash Panini so the one with, yeah like you talked about the main personality your deck is kind of a resource masteries mm-hmm. things that's like your that yeah that deck. Yeah. Yep. So and that's that's the one that we we played the most of. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The the Dragon Ball Super one it, it seems interesting, but at the same time, I I don't know. I can't get into it because like you want to get your life points down quickly so that you can flip. What is it? Not summon. Flip evolve. Flip your main transform. Character. You know, transition. Uh, go Super Saiyan. Unless you're not Saiyan, then you go Super Namekian or whatever race you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, if you hit zero life points, you're done. Uh, there are characters that help Ours, you draw cards on your deck, but if which, you, if you run deck, out of done. cards, yeah. And just like any, any other game, if you run out of cards. Right, you're, except you're for, done. unlike any other game, if you run out of your cards, you're done as soon as you're running out of your cards. You don't get to finish your fucking turn. You're done. Yeah. Um, yeah a lot yeah. of the other games, you get to finish your turn, even mm-hmm. if you run out of and cards. And it's not until your next turn that you actually lose. Right. And then you, like, roll dice to see who goes first, and then whoever I, From my experience with first. the new, the Dragon Ball Super game, is, you know, it, it really... There are decks and there are cards that are just yeah miles ahead of the other stuff like the, there's literally no reason to play some of like half the cards in the set and, and you know that's my experience just in the little bit that i've played the, and the thing i like about the game is that w- when you first draw your hand you can mulligan any card you want yeah uh, i that, think that that's pretty cool get to but, choose what to discard and stuff and, yeah you know and but the strategy is is really it's you can't make any move unless you have those like what are they energy cards that you yeah, place down and you have to and you that, literally have crazy. to take your cards that you because draw you to use as yeah. energy it, you can't do anything you can't counter or attack unless that's a you, pretty common like i know wow the wow card game 
did that that's almost like a public domain type of thing so but do they do you put it face down in the bandai game it's face up no because it's based but the the energy is based on the color of the card too yeah so if you play well you you can only use it to pay for an orange energy cost you remember the dots now i remember the dots you have the number and then the dots beside it indicate how many of that color you have to have oh okay and then the you can finish out the rest of the number with whatever color energy it's, you want. It reminds me a little bit of magic where you have, you know, if you want to cast a, a green spell and it has two green and three, you can use, you have to use but at least know, two that's, green that's the and then three of any color. But that's the thing I liked more about like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Where like Pokemon, you can play trainer cards, all the fuck you want. Yu-Gi-Oh! You can set trap cards and you can activate them. Like you don't have to sacrifice anything to lay a trap to counter. But I, I guess like I'm everything you, you do. know. I'm used to a little bit with Pokemon and Magic, where you have specific cards that are your energy. Whereas this, if you if you want to play anything and you happen to draw like your four best cards back to back, and you want to play anything yeah. at all, you essentially have to get rid of those cards. You don't get a chance to right. play them because because, because now they have the to be energy. Down. You can. That's my problem with it. I guess is you know it's it, it which Pokemon does the same thing, but you can only lay down one energy at a time. That's fine with even Pokemon, Magic does that, but there's well, with there's Pokemon, a lot of getting you're around ass- that right. But with Pokemon, you're assigning them to a Pokemon, and then that Pokemon can use their attacks based on that with this you have one line of energy and you lay it down and if you use a card you're flipping those energies so they can't be used anymore and then you can't you you gotta assign it some way but even if you do a counter you have to flip those energies and to be able to use your counter and stuff the combat in the new one is really weird to me yeah it is a bit it will i kind of like it because this is a bit it feels like a free form like you can do a lot of things. Like you can you can use cards and then you can go into your attack phase and then you can use cards even after the attack phase, which is something that doesn't really get utilized like that in any other game where you can place down cards and use effects, attack, and then you have to end your phase. In this one you can attack and then you can go back to doing other things. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit freeform. And even when you start off your first turns, your when you initially start the game. You can both be doing stuff with your hands. You know, you can both be laying down shit and getting stuff ready before you even start the game. And it's a little more freeing because it, you kind of have that liberty to do some things while you're getting stuff ready. I don't know. I, I guess it's it's a little more. I, I feel like with this one in comparison to some of the other, you know, any card game, one person can completely take control. And, and once yes. they do, there's no coming back. I feel like this one is. You know, at least, like I said, the little bit that I've played, it's almost worse. It's almost to another yeah. level of once one person gets rid of one specific thing or they combo one thing, that's it. You can't do anything else. Oh, yeah. No, I, I saw that even today. I, I've been watching through uh, other people playing the game. And it, he, the guy literally said, like, well, I'm playing this card. He's like, OK, I'm I- prepared to stop that. He And he was like. And it was it ended up being the end of the game where he lost. He was like, "Well, I was banking on you forgetting I didn't even have that card in my hand." You know, <laughs> yeah. if if you and I'm like, "What? What the fuck?" Like, there's, that's there's a, no yeah, that's com- a risky run with those kind of build your board type games yeah. mm-hmm. as your resource. And that exactly. that was something that was always kind of unique about DBZ is 
your deck was your resource and your hand was your resource. So, you know, what you had in play could be yeah. used in a lot of instances, but you didn't have to. Like, you yeah. just, you know, have a grip full right. of cards and start throwing attacks right away. So, And you know what? That's probably why I like Dragon Ball Z the best was, I don't know, it was, you lived and died by your deck, you know? It, yeah. You you built towards this one strategy, and uh, the, the great thing about the game dragon ball z that isn't like any others is that you can build a deck and it can challenge any other deck it, it could be any other deck you know you go pokemon if you try and do a fire deck against a water deck you have a disadvantage if you go Yu-Gi-Oh and, and you have a deck trying to get exodia well that that motherfucker could have a deck completely just to prevent exodia from coming yeah. <laughs> into play and in, in dragon ball z you could you could build decks like within each um mastery i guess color mastery you could have a bunch of strategies within that mastery that could counter other strategies that might even have an advantage of your own but that's one of the cool things about the uh dragon ball super though I, it, it's a little it's i don't know it, it it really feels like if if you make one mistake, even just one mistake, oh, some card games you can come back from a mistake. Uh, this one you can't. <laughs> yeah, I know what I was gonna say. In the in the Dragon Ball Super TCG, you have almost uh, it, it's when you're going to do a tournament, it's almost like a extra deck. And so when you're doing a tournament, when you move on to the next round, you're able to art alternate some cards into your deck. Like so in between can, rounds, you can sideboard. Yeah, yeah you have you have interesting. That. You have yeah, I, I an didn't extra, see like, that alternate deck, and you so can do that, that now. You can it, do that between matches, like playing other people. Matches, yeah, yeah. So if so I play it, you and I lose against you, and then I know I'm going up against somebody else with a slightly different color, I can adjust to prepare for that color. Yeah, but you have to have the cards, the adjusted cards preset, and you can huh. only adjust a certain number. I don't remember what yeah, the numbers are. See, I'm but, so you can alternate in between matches. See, I'm used uh, to oh, you know with a match, yeah, best two out of three, like, you can sideboard. Right, trying <laughs> trying to officiate something like that. Was yeah, probably, uh, you know, I, I, I know people that yeah. do it for that game. I haven't talked to him about it. I am I personally I've I played the Bandai game once. It was during a hurricane. That was ruining a wedding. So I was stuck in a hurricane in Alabama. And so I didn't have anything else to do. So I tried it. But, you know, for a couple of reasons. One, I, I don't trust Bandai as a, as a CCG maker, personally. I don't, I don't think yelled at. It's my personal opinion. Uh, I don't know that, that they have an American presence at this point. My understanding is Bandai of America got shut down years ago. So I think right. everything's going through Japan. And then they also, you know, the butthurtness of they, they basically killed our game. You know, we were doing really well, and they just refused to let us renew the license. So here's so. one thing. What didn't they... Who was it that used to have the cards online that you could print out just to cut out yourself and play the game? Didn't they have something uh, like that? If you go to... it's, I'll give you guys links if you post them. With I the think I it's found Retro, the link for Retro that, DBZ CCG. Yep, I found yeah. that. Is, right. And that's Josh Morris. He was he was like a former national champion. He's the one who set that up with Garrett Wilson. Wilkinson, sorry. Sorry, Garrett. And it's it's uh, still active. Yeah, yeah. We, we ran... So what is happened is, <laughs> after the game died, I would say 2013, 2014, uh, Josh and, and Garrett started making virtual sets for that game, for the old score game. Yeah. So when the score game got cancelled, the Kid Boo Saga, which was a great set, never got tournament play. Because they moved straight oh, into wow. GT, and it, you know, so those cards got played, but they got played in the context of GT, which was huge power creep. Yeah. So, you know, it was really fun for a few years, and then the Panini game came out, and I think that's part of the reason Panini dove on that is because we were getting, you know, 
60, 70 people at Gen Con tournaments for a game that had died X right. number of years ago. <laughs> Uh, and I now, mean, and you know, still, like, we it, still do that. Still, we still make virtual sets. So yeah, even yeah. like, like it was, it was one of the big four, big five. It was for yeah. years. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that 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 is crazy because you've had so many anime turned into card games. Since oh then. yeah, oh you know, yeah. Yu Yu show Naruto, uh, even Zach Cowboy Bell, Bebop Naruto, has a card yeah, game Bleach. now. And... But no, <laughs> so today. <laughs> right today what's going on with the card game today i can't speak to the bandai version i can tell you we at this point have made i believe more virtual yeah yeah i believe we've now made more virtual sets than you know so we keep we kept the panini engine uh just kept it going we added some stuff so we added uh traits to it which was something yeah i was reading about that yeah nice yeah so basically you know uh, an mp like gohan he's got the saiyan trait the human trait and i think we gave him you know the namikian trait so yeah, so there are cards trait? that have about like physical attack that does plus what five stages. About, what's the, the great Saiyan trait? No, <laughs> he automatically. There's nothing great about. Him. I'm a Gohan great. hater. But that's, that's that's another issue. That's for another so podcast. Saiyan trait automatically reverts him back to level one. He just, he just lets people one. die, and then he cries, and then anyway, yeah. Anyway, so, back to the card games. So back yeah, so what games. we you know we added traits, and basically even styled cards, not just named cards, will get boost. So it'll be like a physical attack that does plus five stages, and if you have the alien trait, raise your anger too. You know, so it does extra stuff. Um, I have the alien trait. I know, buddy. Uh, but yeah, got, we've got, got the s- most special I've, traits. I've lost count at this point. One, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six. I think we've got seven sets out, which was the same as the Panini version of the game. Uh, anywhere from, you know, 30 to 50 cards per set. We've got an uh, organized wow. play set. Uh, still get a decent amount. Obviously, COVID killed things. But we'd still get, you know, we'll still get 30, 40 people at like Gen Con or something, you know, for a tournament. Yeah, so we got so a lot who's of writing, actually working. Who's, who's writing the app? Who's getting uh, the desktop kind of client? App, so we use it, uh, Octagon. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's kind of a, a free form. So it's got like a lot of different card games on it. You could, I think Magic's on there, but nobody uses it. Because well, yeah, you're either using Arena or Cockatrice. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's got a lot of card games on it. I don't know who does our sets for that, actually. I don't know, like, Python or... I, I, I don't do that. I know we have somebody that does the imaging, and I think our cards look just... I'll show you here. Yeah, I, got a couple. I, I, I saw a couple of the, yeah. the cards online. You can kind of see them. There's, like, there's a Gohan for you. You know, so those are, you know, proxies that are printed oh, out. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, they do a really good job. They have, they've got some factory that... We're not affiliated with that end of it. We we just supply the cards virtually, and whatever people do with them after that is their business. But uh, Makes sense, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, we actually are currently working on our first Super set now, because we're moving into Super. Nice. You so, know, that's, cool, cool. that's one thing, cool. actually, with the Bandai game, going back to that a little bit. Like, you know, I, we were talking about this off camera and off uh, off mic, is I love the design of the cards. The foiling yeah. and the, the just the base design for them, the textures, they're like etched foils you know, and stuff. The they're one gorgeous. Thing, they're beautiful The one cards. thing I don't like about the Bandai cards, every almost every pose, somebody's I mean, going like this. I've got a Trunks here who's just like powering up with his arms i mean but like i think like i first off nothing against the old games but like they they were just pictures cut from the anime (laughs) they were too and i loved it i loved it they literally that's all they were (laughs) well here's the thing i i prefer that i i don't like 
I agree they look pretty, and I've seen some of the, the foiling patterns that they do. They're they're beautiful. I will say I'm not a huge fan of, of every card being isolated. So every card has yeah, isolated exactly. the character there's, and removed no, the scenery. There's no scenery. <laughs> there's just, just there's no depth to the card. And but, every what are you talking about? There's a is... mountain. My understanding is that they generate all those images. So they haven't actually pulled any images from Super. They just Because Super's CGI, they just generate new goku images or trunks images or whatever and attach them to card whatever you know what i mean like yeah they just render boring. new it stuff it's boring yeah. to me because none of it's either powering up or firing the... something it really is you it know? really is you Even... don't get the cool like goku piccolo in their um hawaiian shirts getting their driver's license <laughs> right. card no you and... don't get that with the bandai you know, discussing, we were talking GT and stuff, and another thing that I have to say that actually kind of bothers me about the Bandai game is they're bringing in stuff from GT. Like, there are cards from GT. There's a Super Saiyan 4 Broly that's worth $400, but there's a Super Saiyan 4 Super Broly Saiyan card. Super Saiyan 4 Broly. Yeah, and, and you've got cards... Right, I look this up now. You've got cards... Uh, Robilu? Who the fuck is Robilu? I've never heard of this person, but it's a $300 card. <laughs> I, you know, this sounds like know. they just like they accidentally stumbled the, on somebody's fan fiction. Like this is canon. Just well, it's, it's the dark. Right. It's the Dark Empire saga, is what that's from, uh, and it's from like you the, know what? the YouTube hey. Dragon Ball Heroes show. Oh, wow. um, and yeah, they brought in stuff from wow. that, and they brought in yeah. stuff from yeah, no, the they they, the video games. Dragon Ball Xenoverse is now, I guess, canon in the <laughs> the trading card game. And this is why and this is why certain companies should not be involved or responsible for their own shit. Yeah, it, I don't My know, thing. man. It's just having that kind of stuff. Like they they have the black smoke dragon from GT, and they oh, have yeah, yeah. the <sighs> what you know. Kid, I, I kid love Goku, the fact that Super Saiyan Son Goku Junior. And uh, I, I like the fact that that the creators and everything they didn't completely dismiss GT because GT's a good enough saga on its own if you take if, it for if what you it take is. it on its own sure but right you know they they have but, a card they have a card that has broly vegeta and raditz and they're all super saiyan 3 okay <laughs> that's fan fiction by the way that's, yeah that's that just is napa. did you ever see napa like super saiyan 4 where his beard's <laughs> waving all the way up here is fucking hilarious. So he grows hair, right? Like, <laughs> is that how it works? You don't stay bald? No, he just he grows hair. Well, I, I've and seen, then I've seen some depiction where just his mustache just gets longer and it just floats up. <laughs> now, mind Boy, you, some of the, I've seen some others where he grows hair. Some yeah. of the art is um, sweet. Like, there's a Super Saiyan three Gogeta that looks really cool, but that's just okay, I've seen some fiction. of the Super Saiyan four Broly stuff. This is this is intense. <laughs> There's a lot of muscles there. There's oh. muscles on top of muscles, man. Like some Popeye shit. I don't. I no, don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Obviously, the most important no, card in this in this set is Bojack. Bojack Horseman. <laughs> Bojack. Bojack's all right. This is great. Are you leaving this in? As we just like discover how how silly they are. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess this is all. This he's got the I'll final cut on later. audio. Yeah, I you can. I don't, just like I don't know. I'm just looking for like rated out Chi-Chi, <laughs> Super Saiyan Four Chi-Chi, yeah. like or like yeah, Super Saiyan Four Piccolo, and they just like, the fan fiction where Chi-Chi and Balma fuse. I, I maybe I think I've read that hentai. I will, yeah, 
it's the most useless <laughs> bit of fan fiction you could ever read but oh geez oh, yeah i didn't get exists. into that oh there's so much it's... i will say in i guess in their defense mm-hmm. they they kind of jumped the shark right away with super by making golden frieza like they why is he gold like, why not what there's... Why not? I see. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. So why not? You know, Broly, Super okay, Saiyan, thirty-seven. So, like, I mean, we can keep making fun of it, but just remember, back even in this Boo saga, Goten, Gotenks was making ghosts that explode. So keep it all within this sort of context. <laughs> yeah. So we'll keep it all in context. Dragon Ball Z really was always kind of out there. You know, like like I said, this this it's is not fine. so out there to me. <laughs> it's just the 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 card game is literally no, the pre- card pretty much bringing in confused. fan fiction. The card game to me, the new card game, the Bandai version, just seems a bit confused. It doesn't it really know does. what it is, what it's doing, and I think that's the moral of the story. That, that's if it. It's like any other card game right now. I I think they just acknowledge they're printing money. So <laughs> why not? <laughs> Why are these so fucking expensive? Who knows? After a while, who knows? But anyway, you like, don't, it's not you, you need them. It's not a to look at. It's like you need them. Like in the concept, of, I like this engine or I like this game. I need yeah. it to play, you know, and I need X number of them. I don't know how many what the deck limit is on that, but yeah, I don't know. Right, but how many people need them is what I'm getting. Like, I mean, well, no one needs them. But yeah, that need was them. probably a bad word. <laughs> no one needs Broly Four, Broly Super Saiyan Four, but. Everyone, everyone wants them. Super Saiyan three raddits. Everyone does not want them. There's a handful of nerds that want them. Who's paying these nerds all these monies? And that's the thing is the nerds like you know they grew up and stuff. You know have now gotten disposable income and jobs and you know if they had you know they should never done that. Yeah. Why did they do that? Oh, I don't. I don't know. But anyway, there there you have it, guys. That's our deep dive into the. This one hurt. Yeah, this one hurt. We discovered a lot along the way. We discovered. We we discovered ourselves in in a good place. All right, so Joel, what what can the people do to stay involved in the like kosher version of Dragon Ball Z that we all know and love? Uh, Facebook is probably the best way. There's a retro DBZ page. It's got a few thousand members. I want to get the right name for you guys. Here. Oh, go ahead. We have all fucking night. Yeah, it's not like you can't cut this out, Dick. That's a All lot right. of work. You're fine. Retro DBZ CCG official. So that's for the score and Panini. Uh, and then that'll have links to like our WordPress with the website with all the stuff, tournaments online, all that, all that jazz. Uh, and just you can go and complain about the things that we do with the virtual card game with a lot of other people. Now, when you say virtual card game, what do you mean? I mean that, you know, we don't pr- physically print anything. Uh, we have a, a design team made up primarily of people who worked on the Panini game. We design all the cards, release them online, and then people, you know, do what they want with them. So some people just only play online exclusively. Uh, some people print out proxies. Some people have, you know, the super fancy ones like I showed you made. Uh, very nice. Yeah. Yes. Are any of those like worth any sort of money? Like, do they? Not really. No. Uh, so you know. I I could probably hire somebody to print me out some cards that are super cool for kind of on the cheap. Yeah, yeah, you can. In, yeah, cool. they're they're hard to get because what happens is they put in one big order, they get everything that you know they ask for, and then to do another run, I think costs a bit more. I don't, I don't, I don't do any of that stuff. I got you. Yeah. Okay. But, so I, but I you have can to... print out a, a whole set, you know, at you you know your home or whatever for whatever the ink costs. 
There you have You'll it, guys. Wrong. There is there's our deep dive. You and just waved out a podcast. If you guys have any nostalgia or have any old favorite cards you want to let us know about, let us yourself, know really, on honestly. I mean, yeah. But if you really what? have to Sorry. tell us, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, tubedap2020 at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon where you too can give us money to watch me eat bowls of cereal. And I guess you can see some extended interviews of some people we talked to. And, and they, were, they were pretty cool. And next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. We do another podcast. Yeah. Thanks well, so much, guys, for listening. Is that it? We'll catch Jesus you next Christ. time. Uh, we love you all. Uh, Joel, say something. Bye.